Hello, everyone. Hello. My name is Matt Armando. <laughs> and I'm Emily Riggins. And this is TBD. With Matt and Emily. <laughs> wow. This is the singing episode. Every- Listen, it is. Everyone get ready for a whole thing of me and Emily singing. <laughs> yep, yep. What everyone's... Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> Hi. I'm just thinking about... No, it's not you, it's me. I don't want I don't want anyone to hear me singing ever. Matt, how, how have you been? Oh, um, I've been right here. I haven't left. I haven't left the seat I'm in right now since last time we talked. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's been less than a week since the last time we talked and you have not moved? No, I, I live in this chair now. Wow. Is that Well, weird? I did move. Um, last week I recorded sitting on the floor. This week I only moved to record on a desk. Wow. This, we are upgrading the podcast. Yes. Um, Matt, what what is this podcast? I don't I don't know. Oh boy! Wow! Yeah, we didn't do this last week, did we? I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think we did. As someone who carefully listened to the episode and painstakingly edited edited it afterwards, I'm pretty sure we didn't talk about this. Um, this is the podcast about tea and friendship. Well, should I say more? <laughs> probably. Uh, Emily and I are friends. When we are not social distancing, we typically have uh, a third person on the podcast, a, a, a rotating guest spot, if you will. And listeners, we might do that eventually, but we're still yeah. figuring out the two-person recording. Yes. If this one goes great, who knows what we'll do next week. Uh, what, what do we do? Well, we drink tea. We talk to each other, as friends will do. The thing that is unusual is that Emily, this week, me last week, will have a mystery topic that the other person does not know about. Dun, dun, dun. I have no idea what Emily's going to talk about. Isn't that crazy? I'm just coming in blind. I might as well be blindfolded, uh, which would be weird because we're doing a webcam. So if I was blindfolded, yeah. Emily could just look at me and I couldn't see her. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to cover up my webcam so you can't see me. Haha, ha, bye. Mm, whoop. I tried covering up mine and said I'd knock my camera over. <laughs> um, I thought you were doing that on purpose, and then I realized you weren't. I have a little plastic lid I can close on mine. On bye, my, Matt. My webcam bye, has a Matt. plastic lid. Now you can just see my head because I messed up my webcam. This is good podcast content. <laughs> the webcam that nobody can see but you. <laughs> um, I think it's great friendship content and that's what this podcast is about that's correct uh friendship and tea topics singing the columbus zoo (laughs) these are all the things it's about um i'm looking at my levels i've already spiked at least once that's cool (laughs) wow i'm looking at my levels and i don't think i have da 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 wow uh is that it? Is that what the podcast is about? Did I explain that I right? I think so. I don't know. I got a little distracted because um, fun fact about video chats, I love to look at myself. Wow. Um, um, are you a tiny little thing or are you a big part of your screen? I am a tiny little thing, mostly because on Skype, I can't figure out how to make myself bigger. Like Ooh. on Zoom, I know how to do that. If you grab yourself, if you grab your little frame by the bottom corner, you can make it bigger. You just like click and drag. <gasps> I'm so huge. Oh, this is great. Yeah. Now I'm bigger. 
Uh, oh, I shrank. I shrank for some reason though. Somehow I made myself small again. Oh, but I'm big again. Wow. Uh, yeah. Now I'm looking at my everything in my background. <laughs> yeah, it's fascinating. I have two teapots in my background. Oh, I noticed Three. them. No. You're... Two teapots and one cup. And a plate. And some yeah. other stuff. Here's my teapot. You want to look at mine? It's the one from the podcast. I Whoa. have this one. <laughs> I've just been making single cups. I have been drinking. I, I know I'm, I'm jumping the gun on tea talk here, but I have been drinking an insane amount of tea. I make myself a whole, one of these whole big pots every day, at least one, sometimes more than one. <laughs> And definitely, th I, I'll drink like three three big cups of tea in a row, like coffee mug sized, just banging them all out. <laughs> uh, and I just make one, I make like a whole bunch of one kind of tea. I have been drinking a fair amount of tea. Although I yesterday made myself my own iced coffee from a Keurig cup. Please don't yell at me about the environment. It's what I have access to right now. Um, and it was... Pretty good, if I do say so myself. I will always yell at you about the environment. Please don't. <laughs> not, not, not right now. Not right um, now. That's what um, the government's saying. Not right now. All these. Don't compare me to the government. <laughs> I'm just saying they're they're cutting back on all these environmental regulations in the sake of the for the sake of the economy, and you know. Listen, I've used <sighs> one curry cup in like two months. I think it's gonna be fine. Okay. The carry cup is fine. I still, I'm still bitter about the government. <laughs> well, that's fair, but I'm just letting you know. I made my own iced coffee. I think it was pretty, pretty good. Oh, is this the podcast about coffee and friendship? <laughs> I also got a chai tea latte mix, and I've been oh making some iced chais. Yeah. Honestly, that was almost my tea today, but. Maybe maybe next week we should just both have chais. That'd be good. Okay. I you you just mentioned it. I've like completely forgotten about chai because I don't uh, I don't have that at my home. Yeah. All my it's teas are home teas. It's a Tazo uh, Tazo like concentrate you can buy at a grocery store. I'm gonna see if they have it at my grocery store. Yeah. I'm gonna find out because I can. Hey, <laughs> hey Matt, do you know what I feel like we're at right now? Uh. I, I do, but maybe you should sing us into it. <laughs> tea talk, tea talk, tea talk, tea talk. We're talking tea today. Uh, I I said that last week too. I I took your line. I know it's okay. Um, I think it's more equitable. There, yeah. You sing. I'll I'll make the statement. That's how I will prefer all of my acting to be. <laughs> Other people sing. I do the talking. <sighs> Emily, this week we were, or last, I should say last week we drank the same tea because we both had the Lipton teas. Yes. The, the most common tea in the world. Yes. This week we have different teas because I did not have access to the tea you have and you did not have access to the tea I had. That's true. I also had, I mean, I have some teas here that we've never had, but we're saving them for when we are, we are together again. Have some of the David's tea. We... There's so many in there. Maybe maybe that'll be what I have if I don't get chais for next week. Um, there might even be a chai in there. I don't know. No, I think we drank all the good ones. Uh, so anyways, we're drinking two different teas this week. Emily, what tea are you drinking? I am drinking. Let me grab the box. I brought it with me. 
True Goodness Organic Earl Grey Tea by Meyer. Meyer. Meyer's is a grocery store. I would say Meyer's, but I guess that's an Ohio thing, but it's a grocery store here. Wait, why is it? What's the Ohio part? Well, like how Kroger is called Kroger, but I grew up calling it Kroger's. Like everyone I know says Kroger's. Oh, like adding the S at the end? Yeah. That is like a, that is a very common phenomenon. I don't know, like, I don't don't know what more to say about it because I don't know like the science about it, but there's a ton of places like, like local, is it like a local thing? I don't know because there's like a, uh, there's a sandwich chain in New England called D'Angelo and everyone calls it D'Angelo's, but there is no, there's no S in it, but everyone calls it that. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm drinking Earl Grey tea. It's organic. Um, it's pretty good. Um, let me see if I have some copy on here. <laughs> um, sometimes less is more. That's the True Goodness by Meyer Organic Philosophy. True Goodness products are produced from non-GMO ingredients and free from artificial flavors and preservatives. We are proud to offer you and your family products that offer outstanding quality at low Meyer prices. True Organic, or, sorry, True Goodness by Meyer Organic, less really can be more. Wow. And then it comes with brewing instructions for iced and hot. Wow. You know, I'm really pretty impressed that this like supermarket brand would be so GMO and all that friendly. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you think about the supermarket stuff is like, like unless it's Whole Foods or whatever, like you think they wouldn't care so much. <laughs> unless it's in their brand to um, yeah. be organic. I don't know. What, what are you drinking, Matt? Let's wait. Let's talk about your tea. Oh, uh, okay. So, um, or are you drinking it uh, black or milk and sugar or whatnot? Milk. Um, milk. Little dash milk and one sweet and low. Oh. And uh, is it, uh, it's a um, Earl Grey. Is there anything particular about it? Or does it taste like uh, one of your basic Earl Greys? It's pretty much a basic Earl Grey, which is good. Yeah. I always love a basic Earl Grey. I'm not, not going to downgrade an Earl Grey. Um, I made it a little less strong than I normally would. Um, I use a Keurig, but this time I didn't use a cup, so I was not bad about the environment. I just did the hot water, and I usually do it on the third cup setting, but today, since I wanted more tea, I did it on the four cup setting, so it's not as strong as I like, but that's my fault. Um, uh, but so- it's good. It, yeah. So when you use the Keurig in this way, you just like there's no cup in it, and you yeah. just say like pour me some water, and it pours yeah. into the cup, and then you yeah. just have like the bag of tea in the cup. You kind of have to trick it. You still have to open it like you put in a cup, and then push it down, mm. so it knows it's ready. But it's... when I'm, and um, this is how I normally make tea at home. I yep. have a Keurig in um, my regular home as well. <laughs> regular home. Yes. <laughs> Um, and, um, I guess should we, I guess I should ask you, is it your cup of tea or not your cup of tea? Matt, thank you so much for asking. I would say it's my cup of tea. Wow. I wish I'd made it a little bit stronger, but again, that was my fault, not the tea's fault. Wow. Um, so you think that you should have just steeped it longer? Is that the problem? No, I think I should have done less water. Okay. Um... 
Well, there we go. One for one cup of tea of this Myers Earl Grey. Uh, sorry, True Goodness by Meyer Organic Earl Grey Black Tea. Let's get it right. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Matt. Yes. Matthew. Hello. That's me. What kind of tea are you drinking today? Uh, well, I'm drinking a tea we've had on the podcast before. I'm 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 revisiting one because that's all I own. <laughs> um, this is a, actually a tea that you bought me. Uh, it is the uh, McCarthy's uh, Plum Pear Tea. Ooh. That you bought in Pennsylvania. I did, yes, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. Shouts to Courtney. There it is. It's right on there. Um, this. I, even when we had this on the podcast, I remember it was a little bare for copy, but uh, I, even I pulled it up on their website, it just says Plum Pear, discover sweet notes with fresh fruit highlights. Well, Matt, are you have you discovered sweet notes with fresh fruit highlights? Well, let me tell you something. I've been drinking this tea like mad recently. I've been drinking so much of this tea. It's going to be, it's, I don't, I have the tin right here. It's going to be gone pretty soon. Um, yeah, I got, I, well, I got a few more days definitely of it, but I've been drinking so much of this, it, not necessarily because of the, uh, social distancing, but even slightly before that I was drinking it a little more. I, I think, I think I was sleeping on this tea a little mu much, even though I liked it when it was on the podcast, I kind of wasn't, wasn't in my regular cycle that much. Yeah. But now that I'm I back in. If I remember correctly, when we first drank this tea on the pod, you thought it needed more flavor. Yeah, I'm steep. I think I'm steeping it better. Okay. <laughs> and I've also been making it. Uh, I've been mixing it with um, milk and honey, so it's a little bit sweeter because of the honey. The honey uh, brings out those fresh fruit notes. Yes, I have been drinking. Uh, an insane amount of honey <laughs> since the quarantine started too. Like, I've just I'll just pour a pour a, squeeze a whole bunch from a, the bottle into <laughs> my teapot or a teacup, and uh, yeah, I'm going crazy with honey right now. Wow, I'm mad with honey power. Wow. Um. Okay, so let's talk about this tea a little bit. Um. Do you taste the plum? You know, I I yes. Um. I taste the plum and the pear. It's it's kind of like a my. It still is a pretty mild taste of them. Like it's not like overpoweringly, overpoweringly tasting of those things. But it just it kind of just has that. Literally, what the copy says, sort of a fruity taste, and it's just it's good. It's refreshing. It's refreshing. That's like really what it is. Wow. Um. um I that sounds good. Um. I love a good refreshing tea. I've been craving some iced tea recently. I should try to make some iced tea. Mm. Um, um, and I always find iced tea to be refreshing. I had thought, um, well, like 10 minutes before we just started recording, <laughs> I was like, oh, I should have iced one of these and then I could have had it as an iced version. So it would have been different. But uh, I realized I didn't really have the time to, to do that. Mm. So maybe another well, time. Yeah, if we do the iced chai next week, we can do the iced chai next week. But then we maybe you can do an iced version the week after. Yeah. We'll see. I have to prepare um, better. <laughs> um, I have two things I want to say to you. One, this is all under tea talk, I promise. Okay. Um, 
I am getting my Sips Buy box soon, but I changed the address shipping to be here. Uh-huh. Um, so I'll have some fun teas soon. And um, the other thing I was going to say... <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, if we figure out how to get have how to have guests, we need to make sure that they have tea somehow or relax our standards on the tea. Yeah, I've I, I've I've had some thought about that. We will uh, we'll have to discuss. Um, potentially, we could do something where the guests come on for just like the topic portion or something like that, where we have like a tea part where it's just you and I or something like that. I don't know. We'll see. I bet most people have at least a little bit of tea in their apartment. Even if we had someone talk about coffee, that would be interesting to me. Yeah. What have you been, yeah, like uh, tea talk can be, what have you been drinking talk? <laughs> what non-alcoholic thing have you been drinking? Uh, I drank a whole bottle of wine by myself last night. Or not, not <clears throat> I did not do the activity by myself, but the entire bottle was drank by just me. <laughs> wow. I will say I have not drank anything alcoholic in... Uh, a long time. Uh, have you have you had any bef- since you've been home? No. How long before you l- went to Ohio have you been not drinking for? <laughs> uh. You and I got a drink at that improv show we went to. <laughs> yeah, that would have been the last time. There you go. Um, I've I I I've definitely cut back, and I've been drinking more wine than I usually do. <laughs> Well, from the last time I was in your apartment, you guys had a lot of wine, so. I generally not a big wine person, so when I get it, it stays around for a while. But uh, under these circumstances, I've been drinking some of that wine, trying to get rid of it. (laughs) Uh, I mean, I enjoy it. It's just, I don't drink that much at home. That's the whole thing. Like, anything. Like, I don't drink beer or liquor. Yeah. But, um, you know, in these times... Do you still have all that cider in your fridge from your party? Uh, I believe all the cider has been drank. Um, I still have some beer from my party that I had, <laughs> but uh, I don't. I drank. I have drank a lot of it. There's a lot of it's gone. I know there are like four cans of something that I don't even know what they are. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm just trying to trying to get rid of what I own. <laughs> Um, so this is all tea talk, you said? <laughs> uh, well, it was, and then I got distracted by the other talk. But I think mm. it falls under tea talk, because again, it's what we've been drinking talk. Yeah, we, we're going to have the, the remix of the of the tea talk song. <laughs> wicka wicka tea talk! <laughs> oh my Matt's god. Matt's face he just made at me was so mean. <laughs> I tried. I had to close my eyes so that I wouldn't roll them in front of you. <laughs> uh, all right. Tea talk done. Yes. Tea talk complete. Um, I don't know how long we've been doing this so far, but I haven't. I didn't uh, keep track of the recording. I'll keep track of your topic though. <laughs> I have been recording for twenty-four minutes, but Ooh. we didn't start recording right when we. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, let's move on anyways. Okay. Uh, Emily. Okay. Riggins. No. No? I don't know. M. Emmy. Emily. Okay. 
because you you gave me a Matt Matthew, so I'm giving you <laughs> okay nicknames to long name. You have uh, I I don't want to say the word prepared because I don't know how prepared you are. I don't know. You're giving me a face now, but sometimes you come in unprepared. Sometimes you come in more prepared. This is this is not a judgment. It's just a, a statement of fact. You have a topic that you've chosen. A topic I have thought about extensively for the past 12 hours. 12 hours, you said? Yeah. Um, are you ready for it? Why 12 hours? Why did 12 hours at 1 in the morning I, you started thinking about it? Because <laughs> it's currently well, 1 in the afternoon. I it was a little bit more than that. I realized I needed a topic, and I was like, oh, what can it be? And I kind of thought about it as I was falling asleep and waking up. I, I want to talk about pets. Pets, huh? Yeah. Um, I You don't have any pets currently. Well, depends on what you think of as a pet. <laughs> In your apartment, you do not have an animal that shares your space. No. I have a couple of plants, though. <laughs> Emily, this is important. <laughs> If your topic is pets, I would like you to first tell the listener, what is a pet? A pet is an animal friend that shares your living quarters and or an emotional space in your heart. Wow. Okay. Emotional space in my heart. I mean, now we're talking. Now I definitely have pets. (laughs) Um, Um, Because I have pets at my parents' home. But not at my New York home. But I still consider the pets at my parents' house my pets because they take up emotional space in my heart. Yeah, I mean, just because you move away doesn't mean that your parents stop becoming your parents, your brother stops being your brother, or your pets stop being your pets. But I never really lived in this house permanently with the pets we currently have. Uh, that's fine. <laughs> Either way. <laughs> Emotional parts of your heart and living spaces. Um, do you want to, uh, I guess I want to talk about my childhood pets and then I'm going to ask you some questions and then I want to talk about my current pets. Okay. Good outline. Okay. <laughs> You're a real so, teacher. <laughs> we have always had pets. Um, I'm sure we had pets before the ones I remember, but I don't remember them. Sorry, mom. Don't yell at me. But the Wait, first... you don't remember you don't remember what pets? Or like I know we had pets when I was like a baby, but I don't know who they were. Their names, I don't remember them. You don't even know their names? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, but the first pets I remember having, and I will go into specific order, but our dogs, Checkers and Barrick, and our cats, PJ and Pearl. Or not PJ, Pumpernickel, Pumpernickel and Pearl. Why did you say? Why did you say PJ? Because that's a later cat. <laughs> okay. Um, but our first pet I remember having was Checkers. She was the best dog in the world. She's an Australian Shepherd. Um, we got her when I was like four or five, um, and she was truly the best dog ever. I loved her so much. She slept in my bed every night. Hmm. Um, she when we when I was like seven or eight, we moved into the house we currently live in, and there's a pool in our backyard. Um, and she would, she loved to run around the pool when we were swimming. And like, if we dived under, she would bark until we came back up just to make sure we were okay. Where, where did you go? It's like peekaboo. Yeah. 
Um, and then sometimes she gets so worried that she'd fall into the pool. <laughs> um, were you going to say something? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and that was always funny because then we'd have to get her out. Um, but she, she was truly just the best dog ever. Um, she, we had her until my senior year of high school when she passed away, um, because she, um, had developed diabetes. Um, and she was also, I'd say like 12 or 13. She was very old. Um, but it was very sad. Um, and I actually wasn't here. I was at 4-H camp. And so I came back Mm. and I was so sad. It's a bummer to be away when it happened. Yeah. Um, Um, So that dog uh, uh, passed away on its own or needed to be put down? We, we, they took her to put her down. Okay. Because it was, it had gotten pretty bad. Um, But then at the same time, I'm going to try to go in order of pets. We got Pumpernickel and Pearl at the same time. Pumpernickel was my cat named after the bread. I don't know where I got the name. Don't ask questions about that. And Pearl was my brother's cat. And I'm pretty sure he named Pearl after Pearl S. Buck, an author that he was reading at the time for school. Wow. What a, what a sophisticated way to name a cat. I know. <laughs> um, I was, I would have been like five ish, maybe a little bit older, but he would have been like 14. So. Wow. The sophisticated age, if there ever was one. Yeah. Um, Pumpernickel, um, was a great cat. One of my earliest memories is her climbing up in the tree in our backyard at our old house and, um, then falling out of the tree and landing on checkers. Um, (laughs) I just, I literally just yesterday heard a story about a cat, a friend's cat who fell three stories out of a a window and was fine apparently, (laughs) which is crazy, but they land on their feet. That is still very far. <laughs> I mean, yes. Uh, um, yeah. But Pumpernickel um, got hit by a car, which was very sad. Um, I'm realizing this topic is a little sad, but it's okay because I love all these animals. And we um, need to celebrate them. Are your cats indoor-outdoor cats? Um, my mom believes that they should make the choice if they want to make that choice to go outside and to uh, not coop them up. But so that's so, how the car happened, was that it was going outside? Yes. Mm-hmm. And how it climbed to the tree. Um, yes, also true. <laughs> um, I, find, I, then, find the, I find the indoor-outdoor cat dynamic very interesting. As someone who's never owned a cat, but has been around a lot of people who have had, both, have it, had, had it both ways, I find it very interesting. Um, yeah. I, don't, I don't have like an opinion on it. I just think it's interesting when you, how to like make that choice. Yeah, I think, I think one, if the cat seems to be wanting to go outside, that's a choice you need to make for yourself. Um, but I also think like, if I had a cat that wanted to go outside and lived in New York, I probably wouldn't be jazzed about that. Yeah, um, I think New York would be, New York would be really tricky. Yeah, not I, like only at you... least If you have like a house, any, any kind of apartment situation, I think would be tricky, not just New York, but like having an yeah. apartment would be weird. I think having a house... I mean, I'm now I'm getting into the psychology of a cat, but like, I would think that a house would be more recognizable of like a landmark than just like a big building or, you know, even yeah. if it was like a, a three decker or whatever, like 
at least you you're like okay this is sort of the area that is the house is the yard this is the perimeter yeah um that kind of thing i don't know i don't know anything <laughs> um and then we also had pearl who was more my brother's cat but she was also a little grumpy but we had her for a really long time i don't remember exactly when she passed away but she was very old um and she was mostly an inside cat although sometimes she would go outside but she liked to hiss at you. Um, I, I, I also like that now. Like the cat that can go outside, but it's just like, nah, I'd rather not. <laughs> um, and then uh, and then we got Barrick, who was a dog. And Barrick was also an Australian Shepherd. Um, and he when we got him when I was in first or second grade. And in second grade, we learned how to write similes. And this was the simile I wrote about. We had to write a simile about each person in our family or each, like, thing in our family. And this was my simile about Barrick. Barrick is as dumb as a doornail. <laughs> wow. Doorknob. Doorknob. Um, he wasn't the smartest, well. but he was he was great. He, um, he di- opposite of Checkers, hated our pool. Because when we moved in, he fell in. Um, and he then decided he hated it. Is it... Um, I don't- this is not that important, but above ground or in ground pool? Above ground. So a little harder for like a dog to get out. Maybe I don't. Sh- I don't know. Well, it, we have like a deck that's around it, and he didn't realize it was covered at the time. And I think he just didn't realize it would fall, so he like stepped onto it and fell into like the covering, and mm. had to like fish him out. That, um, that honestly, I would I would be afraid of pools if that happened to me. <laughs> If I got stuck there, yeah, because I have, I have, my parents have an above ground pool as well, and I like, it's kind of, it's kind of a creepy object when it's covered, like, because <laughs> it, the covering, you know, it's like a, it's just uh, plastic or cloth or whatever, and it's like, I don't know, I feel like it'd be like getting trapped in a blanket that was also covered in water and you could drown in it. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I mean, they're I definitely... kind of scary, right? Because yeah. people, I, people, I, all right, I love swimming pools. I love swimming, but they're a little scary sometimes. You can drown in them. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, listen, I get why he was afraid of it. I, um, I'm not saying he was wrong for his feelings, mm-hmm. but he just, it was funny that he had the exact opposite opinion of checkers. All like, I'm here he... to do is defend him that he's not dumb for being afraid of pools. <laughs> he would, um, he would like hide in the, um, like, like we have like a sliding glass door to the pool and he would like sit on the uh, like inside part and look out at us or come out and just sit right next to the door. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was, he was funny. He was, he liked, I don't know. He loved checkers and he lived for like a year longer than checkers. And he was sad that entire time. Yeah. I think about <laughs> that when, when pets have like companions, like the other pet and then they don't have it anymore. That must be, really freaking weird to them <laughs> like yeah it's weird to me not uh but yeah i don't know there's these two dogs in my neighborhood that are like they're 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 almost the same dog they're super chill the one guy who walks them like just walks them super slowly around the neighborhood but they look like they're just like they just i don't know they look like a couple of stoner friends like they just like are so chill <laughs> and uh you know i worry about when one of them eventually you know passes away and the other one is just like all by itself i'd feel bad for it yeah barrack had sad eyes the entire last year of his life and it always made me so sad 
Um, the, the two dogs I'm talking about all always have sad eyes, so I can't imagine them being even sadder. That'd be too bad. <laughs> um, those are my main childhood, like very early childhood pets. I have a few more. I have one more cat that I want to talk about, but I feel like I've been talking a lot, so I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay, please do. Did you have any pets growing up? Okay, so uh, I I didn't have any fun pets, really, but I... <laughs> Um, for a period I had two fish. I had a, it was a catfish. I don't I like a little catfish, like a tiny little thing. I don't know if, how as an adult, I feel like catfish are always these huge things, but it was like some sort of small catfish like thing. Um, well, was it one of those things like goldfish grow to the size of their tank? I honestly, I don't know. I, I always thought it was a catfish, but I don't know. I've not, I've not put any research into it, and I and I okay. and I wasn't ready for these topics at, to prove the point that these topics are unprepared by by the other person. Um, I did not look into my uh, the genealogy of my pets, <laughs> but uh, I had this little fish, and I had a and it had a goldfish. So there were two fish in this one tank, and uh, they they did. They died in kind of both very sad ways. One of them died because a rock fell on it because somebody was tipping my tank. I won't go into, I won't go into exactly how that happened, but uh, it, it, the short short version is somebody was tipping the tank to like get a better look at it or something, and then one of the rocks fell on one of the fish. It was very that was very sad or weird. Either that or they reached in and grabbed. I I, I really don't know. This is an unsolved mystery of my family is how this one goldfish died. <laughs> But it was crushed by a rock, which doesn't no. just happen. Um, no. <laughs> that is not a natural death. I don't think anyone no. did it maliciously, but um, that's how it died. That's how I found it. And then my little catfish, um, no, I, people thought it was dead. My family thought it was dead, and I would, I was, it was one of those things where like only I would see it move. It was very strange. And I was like, it's alive, it keeps moving. But it, it like rests a lot. I didn't know why that was happening. And nobody believed it was still alive. But for some reason, it was still allowed to be in my room. And then one day, I got somebody to see it alive. I think my mom finally saw it moving one day. I was like, look, it's I told you it's moving. And she was like, oh, wow, you were right. It was alive. And then we fed it, and then it died. Oh. It was like, it was, it, was, it was weird. It wasn't getting, oh, that was part of the story. It wasn't really getting fed because everyone thought it was dead, except for me. Um, that's a sad, that's, that's two sad fish stories. Oh. Um, and then I had turtles for one summer because my dad worked at an elementary school and we had to care for the turtles over the summer. And that was just one summer. And I don't know why it was only one summer. Maybe turtles, well, turtles live like forever, right? So I don't know, maybe like kids were doing it usually in that one summer I was watching it. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I know at my school, if teachers have like pets, they sometimes will take them home over the summer. Yeah, I mean, I think they have somehow have to be taken care of. But well, my dad was a custodian, so we were yeah. like watching them for um, a class. And then um, I think the only other and uh, as an adult, my apartment in New York. Uh, so I actually have had a pet here or two. I've had two different betta fish. Oh, OK. <laughs> um. Next time you're here, you can look above my kitchen sink and look for. I think I have tank. seen the tank. I have seen the tank. And they both died, and 
I, I, I don't know. I thought I was taking good care of them. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. I tried my best. I'm and then sorry. I, I, they... What? Do they have names? Uh, they did. I don't remember their names. <laughs> oh. Honestly, so... they weren't alive long enough to be too attached to them. Oh. They were both. It was bad. Um... So can I ask you a question? Why do you think you never had what you described as fun pets? Like why no cats or dogs or hamsters or um, bearded lizards? <laughs> my mom hates cats. Okay. So that's why I didn't have any cats. Um, I I think I feel like on maybe I don't I don't know if this was ever real. Like my brothers always really loved dogs, and I. I like small. I as a kid, big dogs used to scare me. I think because they were so big, and a couple times I've got I got jumped on in ways that were frightening to me. <laughs> I, now I'm fine with larger dogs, although I would never want one in my apartment. Um, I would be fine with like a cat or a small dog. Now, I don't want. I just don't like want anything burdensome <laughs> at this point in my life. But I think as a kid, like I don't know, maybe there just wasn't. There wasn't enough drive from my parents to want one, like, right. and w me and my brother weren't, um, didn't have enough uh, convincing ability to get a pet or whatever. But uh, my mom used to have like little like dogs when um, she was a kid, and uh, my grandfather used to have these a couple of pets that I I really liked. Uh, there was a Shih Tzu named Kelly that we were all pretty big oh, fans Kelly. of. Kelly, that's a good <laughs> dog name. Yeah, that was a good dog too. Shih Tzu's a good dog. They're small and they're fluffy, and so they're they're really all the. <laughs> you can't like, and you can do like. I think the the thing is like I never grew up like with a dog you could play fetch with or like like yeah. in a field like throwing like a tennis ball like a long distance and it would go get it and come bring it back. But I had a lot of experience as a kid with these small dogs and like just like rolling a ball across the room and they would like bring that back to you. So I've always found that fun, and that was just. Like, it's almost like small dogs are good kids' dogs because you're just like, uh, you, they can just like be in the same size room that you would normally, like a playroom, like they'd fit in a playroom. <laughs> um, and I actually, I, I'm a big, I, I find, uh, I, I'm a good, I am a good pet person. I'm really good with pets. Pets like me. I have That's heard a, this from you. Yes. This is, it, it's true. Like, uh, like even cats and dogs that are less people person-y are like I get along with them really well. Like um, my wife Laura's parents, so I guess my parents-in-law have a pretty. Uh, I'll call this cat. They have a cat that's an asshole. <laughs> oh, my he, favorite kind of cat. <laughs> like one of the worst cats. Like do not ever, f under any circumstance, pet this cat. Like that is my. <laughs> You cannot pet this cat. If you pet this cat, it will attack you. <laughs> it, this is so it exciting. Will, I love this cat. <laughs> it it do not have any faith that this cat will not try to harm you. And it has like razor sharp claws. I'm like many people have said this about this cat. So this is not just me saying this. This is these are the like sharpest, worst claws <laughs> ever of a cat. <laughs> and um i don't i do not pet this cat oh the other thing it does is it shows you its belly to rub it or whatever but do not this is a trick <laughs> it is showing you so that you get close to it and it 
wants to kill you. <laughs> but even this cat, I get along fine with. I just don't, I don't touch it. I let it touch me. I put my hand out in that way that you like can allow. Like, yeah, smell. the little like yeah. the little hand thing. And this cat, I don't know. It, it's it. It's a big fan of me, even though it's a big wow. old asshole normally. <laughs> wow. Uh... And uh, and yeah, I can get. Uh, I've watched. Uh, I looked after my friend Steve's cat once, and it was very shy and apparently hates visitors. But I still coax it out to come. Uh, snuggle up against me a little bit like i i'm i'm good with pets <laughs> um i cat sit for my friend nora nora jones of dumpling podcast fame um i cat sit for her cat every once in a while and her cat leon short for napoleon um i'm obsessed with because he is much like you said kind of a kind of a jerk she knows this uh i'll tell her i talked about leon today but um <laughs> he if i spend enough time with him he'll warm up but he's still like he makes his own terms. I love him. He, mm-hmm. I'm maybe his number one fan. I, I, I do hear this is why people like cats because they're kind of, kind of like their own bosses. Um, uh, my parents right now have four cats. Um, two of them are from the area where they worked and they just found the strays and took them in. Um, there's Mike and um, Mike. my mom. <laughs> my mom was when she smoked was outside smoking one day and saw this little kitten come up to her and she was like I must have this cat um and so she took it in and she tried to keep it in my dad's office and he has like one of those offices that the he had like the walls don't go all the way up to the ceiling and he wasn't there that day but he the cat kept trying to go over the ceiling (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) um but they took him home his name is Mike um and then they also have tricks which is the segue into my story trixie um who is maybe my favorite cat of all time because she truly does not care about anyone but other than herself um she was pregnant when someone at their work found her my mom and dad did not find her um and she had i don't know how many kids but we have two of them <laughs> so at least she had two a litter she had a litter but trixie is mostly an outside cat if you go up to her, you she will run away unless she wants something. She only comes in the house in the wintertime. But it's also because we have two of her children who she hates and who hate her. Because they're mean to her. They bully her. Uh, is, that a, is that a general cat thing? Like I don't know, the, but they're the so mean to her. When she comes inside, they like just like sniff her and bother her. I wouldn't go outside either. But Trixie is the best cat. My dad is confused about why... She doesn't want to be petted, but I just love her. I think she's great. <laughs> I would, this cat, I would be able to pet this cat because that's how I am with pets. Oh God, get out of here. I spend a lot of my time when I am home, um, chasing after this cat outside, trying to get her to love me. Although I took a walk with my mom the other day and she followed us on our walk around the neighborhood the whole time. Wow. She was like, that's quite. Or, she was like 10 or 20 feet behind us and she would like. We would stop, let her catch up, and then she would dart between <laughs> yards, and then she'd appear. It was very cute. That's fun. Um, it's like your little assistant. Yeah. So <laughs> she is emotionally attached to us, I think. She just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, um, do you you feed her? <laughs> yes, we do. The main the main attachment animals have to their yes. owners, the food. <laughs> um, Listen, yeah. I, can, I can appreciate pets and like them, but also know that practically it's because we feed them. <laughs> Um, I have a couple of more pets to talk about. 
but there was, um, just because I feel like I need to give everyone their due that we've owned. Um, some other cats we had were PJ and Silk. PJ was my cat, my number one cat. Uh, she, we got her when I was like fourth or fifth grade at a yard sale for free. Ugh. And she, PJ stands for, if you're curious, Pumpernickel Jr., which is why earlier I got them. Their name's mm. confused. I actually was curious, but then I also had the thought, it might just be that you wanted to call it PJ. <laughs> no, it's Pumpernickel Jr., PJ for short. Um, Pumpernickel but- Jr., it would be quite a mouthful to have to say every time you wanted to refer to the cat. <laughs> um, but she got out once before she was um, fixed and she got she became pregnant and she had a litter of three little kitties on Valentine's Day when I was in fifth grade. Um, wow. And one of them was Silk. And Silk was a half Maine Coon, half Calico, which is what PJ was. And he was so big and furry. And he's the one we kept. Um, so PJ and Silk, they they got along fine. I don't think they were super friends, but they got along fine for mother <laughs> and child. They weren't the super friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and then we have our four current cats. And then we have our dogs that we have, um, which I kind of stopped talking about dogs earlier because I feel like I'm going to be sad about this part. But um, when I was in college, we got Vegas. And then not that long afterwards, we got Reno. Um, and yes, it does fit a theme. Um, Vegas, my dad got because he wanted a dog after our other dogs had passed away. And then Reno, we got at a Swapper's Day flea market. And he was, um, my mom and I were there and we saw this dog who had these beautiful blue eyes and we had to have him. So we borrowed money from uh, my aunt because we didn't have enough cash. Gave $100 for this tiny, smelly dog. (laughs) He smelled so bad from it being rainy and muddy. And we took him home and him and Vegas were best friends. They were so (laughs) cute. Um. They would go on walks. My dad, my um, Vegas is obs- Vegas was obsessed with my dad. Would like he was he's a golden retriever and he would he is pretty much my size and he didn't understand how big he was. Um, and so he would just climb on top of you and like I'd be laying on the couch and then all of a sudden he was above me and like just like hi I'm here pay attention to me. <laughs> but um, yeah, he was a good size for my dad. So when he laid on top of my dad, it kind of made sense. Mm-hmm. Um. But they would go on road trips together. They were the they were best friends. Um, and he passed away in October, and it was very sad. He had been sick mm. for a little while, and then he'd get better, and then he would get worse, and then he'd get better. Um, and it was very sad. And we still have Reno, and he's still sad about missing his friend. Mm. Um, but he sleeps on my bed every night when I'm home. I think he thinks of me as the girl who lets me sleep in her bed. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and... Uh, they were just good dogs, and I miss good. Vegas. And I don't want to talk anymore about him because I'm going to start to cry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> good dogs. <laughs> they they are the very very best dogs. Uh, have you had any pets that were not dogs or cats? Uh, I had a hamster in elementary school. His name was Hammy. Wow, he was got he was forgotten for a while. He was, um, because I kind of forgot about him when we had him. My like classroom had a hamster and I was like, I want a hamster. And then I got it and it wasn't the funnest pet. I, st- I took care of it. I just wasn't the funnest pet. Yeah. They, they, they don't do as much dogs. Dogs do the most cats. 
you can't really do much with a cat, but they they'll keep themselves busy. Yeah. <laughs> Knocking things off shelves and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And then hamsters, yeah, they kind of can only do so much. Yeah. And then fish are like the worst. <laughs> fish Rena, don't do anything. Yeah. Reno loves to take walks and play fetch. Those are his favorite activities. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good fetch. Yeah. Um, my sister-in-law at one point had birds, but that was before we knew her. She had a... <laughs> I just think it's relevant that she, she likes weird... I'm going to say weird pets. Um, you think birds are weird pets? I think they're slightly different than a regular pet. You have to take them to different vets. I, I don't know. I don't, I've never owned a bird, so I don't know about this, but I figure people... Birds seem like perfectly fine pets. <laughs> um, she got a hedgehog for a little while, but then she rehomed it to someone else. Uh, what was his name? She what? had a... Co- uh, no. Uh, she <laughs> had a chameleon for a really long time, Ophelia. And chameleons, much like chickens, lay eggs no matter what, which is something I learned from oh. being around Ophelia. It's um, uh, like a menstrual cycle. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, she, they have a turtle now, like a swimming turtle. Um, and a swimming turtle. Don't all turtles swim? No. Well, I don't know. It's an under, mostly aquatic turtle. I think that's some turtles can like go on. I can, they, I don't know. Don't ask me any more questions about the turtle. <laughs> His name is Marcel. Um, and my nephew, um, loves to point out Marcel. Sea turtle is how he said that. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I actually do love look the turtles in prospect park are one of my favorite things to look at. It's just the turtles and they sunbathe and there's so many of them. I feel like there was some sort of like, I'm guessing there probably aren't supposed to be turtles in prospect park at all. And it's like an invasive species. I want to, I want to surmise. And if you go there on like a sunny day, every surface, every like rock, everything in the, in the, uh, pond i don't know what to call it it's just covered in sunbathing turtles <laughs> i read once about there's a turtle pond in central park but it has like i don't know like so many different species of turtles because people just release their pets that they don't want anymore oh um, yeah that's probably probably what happened in prospect park yeah um but they're, they're both man-made they're both man-made parks so central park and prospect park are not naturally yeah existing so uh, actually, well, I don't, I don't know the deal with Central Park, but I know Prospect Park was like not a real thing, and then they were like, they built the pond. So if there's any turtles in there, somebody put them there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my one of my cousins, I think, has a bearded dragon as like a pet. Lizards, lizards freak me out a little. I would, I always think they would get out. <laughs> Ophelia, the chameleon, was a really cool to like get out because she would like climb on you but she like moved really slowly mm-hmm. um so she was and i mean she kept stayed in a cage and you never like put her on the ground or anything you would just she'd crawl on you which yeah. was fun it's like the guy in the there's another guy in the park who has like uh pythons or whatever like and it, i don't know some kind of snake he puts on you <laughs> no. those, those big uh white white and yellow ones I'm not afraid of snakes, but I don't understand the appeal. So maybe that means I'm afraid of them. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what level of afraid you would call me. I'm not, definitely not 
I mean, the poisonous ones, I guess I'm afraid of. I don't want to be poisoned by anything. <laughs> yeah, I can't say it's on my list of things to do. Um, I don't mind looking at them. I don't really need them near me. <laughs> uh, at the zoo, they're, they're more fun at the zoo than anything else. Um, when you go to the zoo, what's your favorite animal to see? Um, probably the red panda. Okay. Which I think I discussed on my my topic of bears <laughs> that I did one time. Um, oh, well, I like I like giraffes. Uh, those are that's a cool animal. Animals you can feed are fun. Like, you ever go to those zoos where they have like the little machine that you put a quarter in and it like feed comes out and then you can yeah. like hold it up to their mouths. That's fun. <laughs> um, when I was younger, there used to be a Sea World near Cleveland. Um, and say what you want about SeaWorld. I was young and didn't know. But they, you could, like, feed walruses. Like, you could toss, like, fish at them. I, Unless I'm making that up. I don't think I'm making that up. I have a memory <laughs> of doing it. I am in shock that there was a SeaWorld in Cleveland. <laughs> like, Yeah, we went to it, like, a few times a year. Maybe, I like, once a summer. The only SeaWorld I'm... I mean, I know there's more than one SeaWorld, but the only one I'm really aware of is the one in, like, Orlando or near Orlando. Which makes sense because that's near the ocean. Yeah. But uh, as far as I know, unless there's a really weird inlet in the middle of the country I'm unaware of, Cleveland is nowhere near any ocean. No. I don't know why they put it there. Um, and it's been closed for a while, like even before like the like controversy around blackfish. I think probably because it was just far away from the water. But yeah. 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 I don't, I don't, I've never been to a SeaWorld and I literally know where none of them are. And I think even as a kid, not that I, I didn't like, I've, not that I knew it was bad, but it was just like not appealing to me. Yeah. <laughs> I've been to, I mean, I like going to aquariums um, and things of that nature. There used to be a polar bear in Worcester, my hometown. <laughs> There's polar bears at the Columbus Zoo now and they keep having little baby polar bears. And they're so cute. That's nice. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite animal to see at a zoo? Well, I'm just going to take manatees off the list because obviously it's manatees, but not every zoo has manatees. Um, let's say, let's say, like, I, I, I think manatee. I feel like is technically an aquarium animal. <laughs> so let's so like say. Okay, I guess they are in the aquarium part of the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium. But my favorite animal to see, well, that's a big that's a big question. So thank you so much for asking. Um, I like to see all the primates, and I'm not picking one. Don't make me pick one. Ooh, primates are okay. very good. Um, uh, I love elephants. I love to see elephants. I also, they're manatee's closest land relative, so that's always fun for me. Um, I thought about elef I thought about elephants. Elephants are cool. I've ridden on an elephant. That's true about me. <laughs> I have not. Um, giraffes are okay. I like them because they're so tall. Um, I like the freak but... animals. <laughs> um, I'd go with I would go with either elephants or primates generally. Um, yeah, those are those are I I, I definitely like the primates. Those are fun because they do stuff. They have things to do. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like the big uh... cats. Um. Yeah, like like a mountain lion or something like that. Those are fun. I'm regular lions. I'm not that. They're. I feel they're always just like 
doing nothing. Like they just lay down a lot, which I understand is actually how they are in real life. Um, They're not fighting like... Scar in real life. No. Uh, tigers are cool. Yeah, the big, the ones that like prowl around. Those are the fun ones. <laughs> um, um, I also like otters. Otters are fun. Otters are fun because they're so silly. Um, um, I, um, the Columbus Zoo has cheetahs, and no big deal. They became the first zoo to ever have a, a cheetah become pregnant through in vitro fertilization. So shouts to the Columbus Zoo. Congratulations. Um, but you, they like do like races at some point during the day. Not like I don't know exactly how they set it up, but it was that's always fun to watch. I really just like zoos. Zoos are good. It could be another topic someday. <laughs> Maybe if uh, I ever get to go to one again. I used to go to a place in Massachusetts called Southwick Animal Farm. I think it's called something slightly. I think they tweaked the name since. But it's like a huge, it's like a massive zoo. And it's like all the areas where all the animals live are these giant like habitats. So there's like a huge giraffe thing, which is probably why I like giraffes so much. Because they actually get like this giant thing and there's a bunch of giraffes. And you can also go like, there's like one area where you can go right up to them, like a low fence. And I feel like they had like a bunch of these giant areas I'm, i may be exaggerating because i saw it last as a child <laughs> but um they had like a huge i feel like they had a giant like alligator section and like i don't know yeah these these just really big areas where you could see uh generally larger animals like i feel like that's why it was like an, considered an animal farm or whatever instead of uh, a zoo because it was just like they may have renamed it a zoo, though, to attract more visitors. But I think it was like, I think that's why it wasn't really a zoo. It's because it had the, it was all giant habitats. There we go. <laughs> um, in Col um, not in Columbus, but in Ohio, there's this place called the Wilds, which is affiliated with the Columbus Zoo. But it's, um, I don't know if it's exactly what you're describing, but it's on like a reclaimed land, uh, land, like, mining area where they like strip to the ground bare to mine it um but it's like acres and acres like so big and they have like different sections so like the elephants i don't know if elephants are there though elephants can roam free the giraffes have a big area the zebras have yeah. a big area um, yeah i think it's a similar similar thing i i i could certainly look into it harder sometime <laughs> but and you uh, take a safari yeah. tour which is fun Ooh, oh that's one of my favorite things in disney world May that someday open is there's a giant safari there where they have like all the different animals in like and you're they're re, you know real animals like uh in the animal kingdom and they have uh that's like one of my favorite rides and it's just like yeah you're in like a jeep and you're looking at a bunch of different animals <laughs> and you have like a tour guide or whatever um just to finish out on pets um the movie aladdin made me want to have a pet tiger which i know i can't do but Raja Raja's help to Jasmine, I think is beautiful mm -hmm. and touching and important. Um, yeah, that's a good, that's a good tiger. <laughs> he helps her run away. And to tie this into my topic from last week, which was Spider-Man, Mary Jane always calls Peter Parker tiger. <laughs> that's wow. her pet. That's her pet name for him. <laughs> oh, wow. I, hey, I don't know. It did tie it in. I'm proud of us um yeah do you have anything else you need to get out about pets um no i love all my pets um i still miss vegas 
Um, Reno's a really good dog. And all of the cats we have right now are so silly. <laughs> and I will get tricks to love me again. Wow. The, you got to look at the silver lining of this quarantine thing. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for bringing pets as your topic. <laughs> no problem. It was really hard. Yeah. Um, you have anything you want to plug? Um, no. Okay. No. Uh, I put out a sketch yesterday. You did? Well, in podcast oh. time, yes. Okay. Yesterday oh, it's in... so good, guys. <laughs> yeah, go check it out. Go check out my YouTube channel. Um, I hope, really hope I finish it because I haven't filmed it yet and we're cutting to the wire. <laughs> but I said I was going to put it out on Wednesday, so... Uh, little inside information. Today's not Wednesday for everyone's everyone at home. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Check out that. Check out my YouTube channel. Check out my new sketch. Check out my old sketch. Check out whatever you want. <laughs> Pass the time by looking at YouTube. <laughs> this is just a general plug for YouTube. Wow. Look, check out anything on YouTube. Yeah, literally anything. Um, all right, and if uh, so, everyone, if you haven't already, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at uh, TBD Podcast. That's all spelled out, and um, you know, like us on Facebook and make sure you're subscribed if you're listening to this on just like the web or something. <laughs> We're good company uh, in these these times. Yeah, check out our content. We're also like keeping them kind of short, so that might be more fun for people. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I've been Matt Armando. I've been Emily Riggins. And this has been TBD. With Matt and Emily. Bye. Bye.